Alright, it's recording. What's going on, guys? This is the Distance Theory Podcast. Man, it's been a while since we've done this, but uh, hopefully I still remember the intro. But um, this is the Distance Theory Podcast. I'm Gary Ricardo with my co-host, uh, Ryan Mizzozo. And all I can say is we're back. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, took a, we took a year off. Um, we needed that yeah. year off to, to figure mm-hmm. out life and stuff. Um, <laughs> It was uh, longer than COVID, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's really been that long. Um, so we're we're just gonna take this podcast to kind of just fill you guys in on first off where we've been, where I've been, because I wasn't on the last podcast, um, for multiple reasons. But uh, yeah. So we'll we'll just I guess we'll just get started. Ryan, you want to explain where you've been? Um, so I think the last time I, I was on, I was at, uh, Nova high school. Um, and then I ended up leaving that high school to go to another high school called Fort Lauderdale high school for a couple months. And then my, my biggest goal for coaching is to be a college coach. And I got lucky enough to get the opportunity to coach at St. Thomas university, which is a school in Miami. Um, and I've been coaching there for the past, since January. Uh, also started coaching my own AAU track team, which that's pretty interesting. Coaching elementary kids, got to coach uh, an AAU 1500. Uh, I think it's national champion. I think it's right? yeah, yeah, he's national a champion. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of been doing basically like private coaching with some of the high school kids because I'm not allowed to coach high school and coach um, college at the same time, but I can do like private coaching. So that's what I've been kind of doing. Um, so I've just been coaching, 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 morning, afternoon, night. Um, during track season, I probably had a track meet every single week from January to the state meet. And yeah, so um, it's been an eventful uh, past five, six months, but I'm just, I feel really grateful and, and blessed to, to have the opportunity to coach at an NAIA level. Yeah. Yeah, going back to um, like Ryan's a U kid. He's very good. Like, like this kid is gonna be an animal. He's like, he's what in fifth grade now, and he runs. He's going to fifth, yeah. He's going into fifth grade, and he runs like he's broken five in the fifteen hundred already. So that's pretty major. He went, um, he went ten thirty two last week in the three k. So yeah, and I mean, there's like a lot. That's like what like the like lower end of high school kids are coming into like shit some kids like they don't even run a 1032 3k by their senior year but yeah he's doing that at 10 years old so i mean we have um nationals like in a couple of weeks so i'll be in i think it's either south or north carolina so that should be kind of for jails yeah mm. so that should be fun um, oh yeah you'll probably be running at a uh, north carolina a and t I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, it's a nice track. Good venue. Um, he's trying to go back to back. So that should be interesting. Yeah. And um, for those of you guys who don't know, also, so Ryan was started coaching St. Thomas and um, kind of uh, is trying to scrape together that program and put together something special. Um, it's very hard. Uh, ignore that. Um, wait, real quick. Yeah, I did that. Um, 
anyways, so Ryan is trying to put together a nice little program over there in at St. Thomas University, which obviously it's very hard to put together a good program at that level just because there's no scholarship money and you can't really give a full scholarship at all, even if you had like a 150 kid at least legally you can't give them a full scholarship <laughs> yeah i mean i honestly when i first heard it i thought saint it was just saint thomas and then i talked to other nia coaches and they're like there's not one kid on that i coach that gets a full scholarship i mean you can if you do it like academically and like the pell grant and fafsa like you know combine all that but as in like a full athletic scholarship super complicated yeah, to do yeah. there's pretty much no way of doing it so yeah and that's that's what makes it even harder than even those small D1 schools that aren't fully funded on the men's side. Um, so it's it's rough. Like I think honestly, I think NAIA level is probably the hardest to build a great program at. Like D2, you have a lot of flexibility. Um, even D3 people, like D3 coaches have um a lot more than NAIA coaches are, like have to work with. On top of everything, Ryan isn't the head coach, so he doesn't really, he's not really exactly in charge of who gets what scholarship, so. Yeah, and then, I mean, like, I've been lucky with St. Thomas to allow me to coach and do like whatever I want on the boys, so men and women's cross country and track coach. But um, yeah, when you just said like the scholarship money, I have no control over, which is frustrating because it's just tough to recruit kids, you know, especially um, when kids when kids feel like they deserve more money or when the division two or, you know, like you said, some of those other schools offer more money. But um, I understand it's going to take time. It's not going to be a one-year thing to turn the program around. But um, I think we've both been pretty big. It's just we won't, like, I want to see, and I'm talking to other high school coaches too, I want to see, at least in South Florida or, like, Orlando down I want to see more like better distance programs um and hopefully I can do that with St. Thomas yeah and he he's Ryan's definitely been working and trying to adapt I'd say with all his runners and get them to buy into the program and but also not have it to where kids don't want to run because a lot of kids like especially if they're not like necessarily completely bought into a program they're not going to want to like do mileage and do the boring stuff that just you know it's just like clocking into work and then clocking out basically so um but yeah he's done a good job so uh going to me now uh, I've been away for much longer than he has. Um, we actually had one of his, uh, one of Ryan's athletes fill in for me on a podcast um, recently. Rough. That was rough. Yeah. Um, Zach, you did a bad job. <laughs> but, um, which we'll get him as an actual. Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll get him on the podcast soon. So, um you know, and do it the right way with the actual host of the <laughs> podcast. Very much my fault, but um, I've just, I've gone through a lot the past year, like a lot, like roller coaster up and down with just life, running, everything. 
so much so to the point that I almost quit running uh, back in, I want to say probably like November-ish. Um, rule number one, guys, uh, always set boundaries. Don't let girls come into your life and ruin them. And I wouldn't say ruin them, but uh, college athletes know, like, if you guys listen to this, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's really hard to balance everything out. And uh, being in a relationship with somebody is definitely one of those things that's like, it's like working a full-time job, basically. Um, especially if you're in it with the wrong person. And I found that out the hard way, but... Um, especially when it's long distance yeah that that was other school yeah yeah exactly and that was the other thing so um that's just kind of where I've been and uh um I I was just so I really didn't run much at all last summer and all my teammates know that um but basically I I came in and I don't know why I was expecting anything different. I didn't run and do anything. I really wasn't that active. I wasn't even cross training, which is the least I could have done. And I came into the year pretty damn slow, honestly. And I got very humbled. Track is a very humbling sport. And if you don't put in the work, it shows. And it definitely showed because I was second to last on my team uh, at our uh, cross country opener. And it's not to say that I, I mean, honestly, for the shape that I was in, I ran okay. Because like I said, I didn't run at all. And I just came in trying to cram fitness, like I was cramming for a test. And well, that usually ends up one or two ways. Um, You get injured or you get injured. And I got injured, obviously. So it was rough. I mean, I had a couple a couple of showings where it was definitely promising. Um, I came like fourth or fifth at, it was a smaller uh, cross country meet at Winthrop, but I was very mentally strong and it just kind of showed me that even though I might not be in the best physical fitness of my life, uh, I could definitely still put together something decent and grind through it. So, but catches up to you now uh, sooner or later and I paid the price for it and I got hurt and that just kind of put me in like a bad spot because I was hurt and then I was going back and forth to Orlando and uh, not really focusing on running and when I was over there I wasn't running Um, they didn't really focus on rehabbing my leg which uh, I ended up having another hamstring issue which I thought I I nipped in the butt back last track season, like 2021. Um, Ryan, you look like you want to say something. Uh, no, I mean, I was just, I was going to take a little bit different direction, but I feel like as me, I'm, I'm still young, but I've seen, I think everyone thinks you graduate high school, you go to your, to the school for college and you run track and you're going to PR every year and life's great. And like, you know, and then you get there and you like, don't like the coach, you don't like the school, like, I've talked to so many transfer kids this year and it's just like, they've given me a hundred different reasons why. And, um, you know, I just think a lot of people think, you know, especially when I was trying to recruit seniors and like, Oh, I'm going to this school. And I'm like, they don't even have a program. Like they don't take the program seriously, but they're like, no, no, no. Like I train hard. Like I'm going to figure it out. And I just feel like 
you know, college track is just like probably the craziest, just up and down. You know what I mean? Like I've never it's heard. Crazy, like, it's crazy how, how high some programs can be and how low some programs can be. And you would never know because you, you look at a school. I'm not going to name it. Yeah, name, like, names, you, you, look, you look at a school and you're like, damn. Um, like, you know, this school is, you know, it's a D1 program. They have to be good. And yeah, or they're even, I mean, even then, like they're a D2 school, they have to be good. Some D1 schools don't even have men's programs. And a lot of D1 programs are cutting a lot of their men's funding, which is unfortunate, but it's happening. So, yeah. And I mean, like, even like, I'll say him, like one of our best friends, Joseph, who was your running partner in high school, um, who loved running more than anything. Uh, he went to St. Thomas where I coached and he's honestly, he kind of vouched for me to coach there, but I wasn't there when he was running there and he ended up quitting. And honestly, he's one of the big reasons why I'm coaching college right now, because I don't want kids to go through that again. You know, he was so frustrated with not really just one coach or one person, but just the whole program in general. Yeah. Um, and St. Thomas is not even that bad of a program. There's so many other schools that are just worse that, like you said, that, you know, the administration doesn't want the school to get funding or whatever the program to get yeah. funding. And, um, I mean, was you've just, you just, your I was talking to, um, cause Josh about this, even your college career, you've gotten hurt, um, relationship issues. Uh, I might say disagreements. Per, per, personal life gets in the way. Of yeah. Personal time. life. Um, you had to adjust to the training. Uh, you have a really good coach, but even his training was different. It took you a while. Yeah. Um, and I just think there's so many like it's just so funny talking to seniors in high school and they just think it's gonna be they don't know yeah they don't like, know it's there's so many different things that can happen and it's kind of just like you get hit by a train as soon as you get there I don't I don't know any I don't really think I know anybody that's ever gotten to college and been like this is easy because it's not there's so many other things you have to adjust to you're living by yourself most of the time um you might not have access to nutrition options like good nutrition options at school that you had you were um iron deficient that was one yeah thing. I, yeah i was I, my freshman year i was iron deficient um and speaking of which uh i'm gonna get to that now so i guess let me quick give, give the rest of the viewers a rundown of what happened so um I almost long story short I almost quit running back in November December um but I kind of took a step back and looked at everything and just kind of evaluated my life and like it was just for no reason if I didn't have running I really would have been in an even worse spot and at school like played a I kind of took school a little too serious I think you should take school serious but that's to the point where you're stressing out, not sleeping. And I was, I wasn't going to sleep like at all. I was like staying up to like three, four in the morning and would have to wake up to practice at six 45. So, um, it, it just wasn't, it's not a good mixture for like, especially coming off of an injury, a hamstring injury. So, uh, long story short, I, you know, I validate all that and came to the conclusion that this is what I want to do. This is what, um, I can see myself taking like my talent far in this sport as long as I have it. And um, as long as I just focus up and do what I need to do, I can get there, but it's going to take a lot. And 
when you haven't run in like two months or you've only run a total of like 20 miles in two months, it's pretty hard to come back, not going to lie. <laughs> and that's kind of the boat that I was in. Not kind of, it was the boat that I was in. And uh, well, I got injured again. Derailed my whole indoor season and um, basically didn't really come back till end of indoor season. I ran a DMR leg and kind of wasted an indoor season, which was upsetting, but um, I think everything happens for a reason. So it made me hungry for outdoor. Um, and I didn't PR this year. I didn't get faster than I was last year. Um, I just kind of maintained I ran a few 151s, a few 152s, and a couple blow-ups. I really didn't have the base behind my, uh, you know, like for fitness, and it really bit me in the ass, and I couldn't even run a good 1500. So um, it was definitely a learning experience, and I needed to go through that because if I really want to take the rest of my college career serious, um, I'm going to have to take like training a lot more serious. And um, I've definitely run uh, a lot more than any summer I've ever run like previously. So um, definitely thankful that uh, I've been able to keep my head up and, and just been able to keep in decent physical shape. I don't expect to like hit any of these runs out of the park and even get to any crazy high mileage. But um, by school, I want to be set up to where it's an easy transition again, and the weather is going to be a lot better over there. And, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to run over there. So, um, but damn, I wanted to say something. Uh, what, did, what did you mention? What was the last thing you said? Uh, just ups and downs of a, you know, of a college athlete. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So, I think another reason why I didn't perform that great uh, this year, and I say not great, and it was consistent, but it was just average, kind of subpar, okay, good performances. Um, I was not eating that well, and it wasn't because of anything necessarily. It was because the cafeteria at my school is awful, and... I wish I could broadcast this to like, like the president and like everybody at my school that how bad the cafeteria is at, at CSU because it's terrible. And the food options are even like, it's, it's terrible. I wish I could pull up a picture right now. Like I wish we had Jamie from Durogan's podcast. So we could pull up pictures of <laughs> like, just the food that they send in the chat. Like it's terrible. So the options aren't great. And um, I was 138 like like 138 to like 139 just throughout the whole outdoor season and that's like I'm normally like I walk around at like 140 like 148 150 as soon as I got back home bro like I get it I wasn't like I took a week off when I got back but I gained like 12 pounds or like 14 pounds I weighed myself and I was 151 and I was feeling really good though. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I was deficient in anything, but I definitely was malnourished. So um, eating is, is big and I'm going to work on that this year. And 
I'll have all that set up and everything. I'll have my own kitchen and I'll be able to get groceries every week and cook and stuff. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that if, if you guys are, if any of you guys listening are in a tough spot, um, as far as like small schools have very bad cafeterias, like um, I actually heard St. Thomas is pretty decent, but um, for the most part, small schools have very bad cafeterias. So um, we don't have access to like a fitness and, or whatever they call a, like a dietary um, like coach. We don't have access to that. So it's, it makes it that much more difficult. But um, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better running now. <laughs> so that's just where I've been. And um, uh, yeah. No, I was just say real quick. Um, I mean, for me, it's a little different, but there was a point in the season where I was actually contemplating quitting coaching just because um, one of my best athletes weren't PRing for majority, for like the first half of the season. And he was probably my best athlete. And um, long story short, I told him I was going to quit. And he told me that that he believed in me and I was going to figure it out. And I had other people, coaches talk to me and like say, I, I believe in you, you can do this. And then I called Garrett and I was like, I don't think I can do this. And Garrett's like, oh, just got to figure it out. Like <laughs> you made it so simple. <laughs> but I think it's so important to have that that circle of friends, family, whatever it is to, like if you have the right circle of people to help you out, like you, you can really get through anything, honestly. And if it wasn't for them, I love coaching more than anything, but there was a point during the season where I was like, I just can't do this. Like, it's just too much. Um, I just had no confidence in myself. Um, and I was just like, I just, I was like, I'm done. And the coaches were like, no, no, you're going to figure it out. You're going to finish through the season. And they're like, if you want to quit, you can wait until the end of this, like after the season ends, but you're not quitting in the middle of the year. And um, I mean, I know you have it, but I don't know if other coaches, I mean, I guess other coaches go through it, but um, I just think, I mean, I feel like the reason why you kept running is because you, have still a good support system around you you know yeah Um, yeah I I definitely think like um a lot of my a lot of my teammates at school um that they kind of helped uh they I mean they didn't know what was going on at the time why I wasn't running and everything and um I definitely credit like a few of my teammates with getting me out of that slump and getting me helping me like you know come back and and just getting back into the swing of things and not being awkward about it or weird or anything. Cause we all go through shit and um, some go through more than others, but uh, when I needed them, they were there for me. So big shout out to those guys. Cause I did not like any of them when I first got to CSU and now I, I see them as family. So yeah. 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 It's but, crazy. Um, it's crazy. I'm just thinking about it. At first, you didn't like your teammates training, your uh, iron deficiency relationship. Like you had, like you've gone through every single thing probably possible. Not everything, but you've gone. Through I hope. I hope I've gone through everything possible <laughs> so I can finally cut out all the BS. To be honest, <laughs> run that fat PR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I think my my going forward now uh is just stay consistent, uh get in the weight room um which I've been I've been doing a little more frequently uh 
just train and I'm not even really worried about workouts. I, I feel like I, I never, like, I don't think I've ever worried about workouts in the fall. I mean, in the summer, which it's not a, like, it's kind of mandatory, but temples are just kind of difficult to do over here. One by yourself, but two with the dew point and the humidity and everything, it's kind of impossible. So I'll just probably do a lot faster base runs, which I always do. I don't ever really run slow. Um, and yeah, I'll probably just do some progressions from here on out up until I get back to school and then really get back into the swing of things. Hopefully, uh, knock out a nice little PR cross country season, finally run like, you know, where I should be at, at the very least, like 25s <laughs> and just more so than time. I just want to be able to place well on the team and run consistently. So yeah, that's where I'm headed. Ryan, what about you? Um, St. Thomas this year. This is my first full year coaching college. I felt like last season was like, like a, it just didn't count. Honestly, um, this year's like my first year where coaching men's women. I came in only being the men's distance coach. Now I'm the men's women coach and also coaching the 400, <laughs> which uh, never coached 400, but um, I'm excited. I actually like coaching the mid distance or I guess long sprints because yeah, they don't like being called mid distance. Um, yeah. You know, AU championship in a couple of weeks. Um, a little bit of private training on the side. Um, hopefully continuing this podcast, but Honestly, my main focus is just trying to give it my all this year in coaching. You know, I was in school before and doing other stuff, but this year, like, I can actually really focus on this year. And honestly, at the end of this year, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, I'm just excited. Um, there's some exciting recruits we got. Uh, some guys I never thought I had a chance to work with, but but I am. Um, and I'm just excited, honestly. I've, I've Honestly, I mean, I think you did too, but we both took, like, mini vacations in a way like we just kind of had our fun we went to arizona yeah. together uh we needed that kind of like yeah we're still focused on what we're trying to do but we just need like you got to have mini breaks in between yeah. as long as they don't get out of hand exactly you need it because mentally this sport is very draining as you can tell so um we got less than a minute so if you just want to wrap it up on this yeah i mean last couple of things i'll say is um i'm actually looking forward to cross-country season as much as I um, haven't said that very much in the past, uh, <laughs> I actually do look forward to, you know, being team oriented and doing whatever I can to help the team. Cause I know if I can even contribute to the team, that'll put me in a lot better place than I was last year. And uh, God willingly, as long as I can uh, stay healthy and be consistent and just keep training I'm going to be like, I'm going to be where I need to be. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything too crazy, but <clears throat> first things first, got to take care of uh, what's ahead of me, which is cross country season. And then we'll reevaluate after cross is over and take training in a different direction. But I'm excited to try uh, um, and really accomplish everything this year. So that's all I really have to say. Yep. Uh, and then that because Zoom's about to kick us off. Yeah, okay. So, well, all right, guys. Um, it was good being back. Uh, definitely will be seeing more of us in the near future. And this is a Distance Theory Podcast. I'm Gary Ricardo, my co-host Ryan Mazzozo, and we're out.